0: Welcome to the Digital Critical Gaming Podcast. Happy 2015, everyone. Today, Happy year. Hooray! I'm joined by, uh, what order do I want to go in? Dan Bailey. Hello. Corey Andrews.
1: Hello, everybody. And,
0: of course, everyone's pops, Mikey. Pops. Hey, <laughs> oh. Hi, everybody. What, would you rather have me call you the old man of the podcast?
1: Oh, man, Mike. <laughs> Them biting words. (laughs) You whippersnappers. (laughs) Next thing you know he's going to yell at us to get
0: off our podcast, even though it's our... Get off my digital lawn. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's what I was afraid of. Today on the podcast, what games are we looking forward to playing this year that are new games that are coming out? Hopefully in 2015 that don't get too many pushbacks. Also, Massively doesn't Pick an MMO of the Year. This is like their first year ever of not picking one. What does that say about the state of MMO gaming? And also, introducing the Digital Critical Gaming 24-hour live stream charity event to support able gamers. Because everyone should be able to play games. So, with our topics out of the way... Let's get right into it. With uh, we'll go with massively not picking an MMO of the year for twenty fourteen. What does that say about MMOs that came out this year? Uh, that's no, a it good says question.
2: that. Yeah, has it yeah. I think it rings volumes. Apparently, they didn't like any of them.
0: I mean, really,
2: and we had some big big names too, didn't WildStar come out this Wildstar year? WildStar this
0: Yep. So was yeah.
2: Drivers. Came out, but the drivers is on the tail end, so maybe they didn't want to pick them. But I haven't played that one. Wildstar, started uh, I had trouble with it um, personally. Actually, the colors, the bright colors, gave me a headache. But I'm old, so maybe.
0: <laughs> See, that's when able gamers swoops in and helps solve your your colorblind you issues because that is a form of colorblindness, color oversight, yeah, <laughs> oversaturation or whatever you want to call it. It,
2: well, their colors are very bright. I mean, it's a very pretty game. It was kind of fun. I'd never really gotten into leveling, so I got to level five on it. Man, after two hours of playing, I just had an intense headache. I tried it three different times, and it was like, man, something's going on. I don't have that trouble with all the other games I play, so I just put it down and walked away from it.
0: Just not for you. Apparently not.
2: Yeah, some people get motion sickness from games and they just can't play that particular game. To me, I guess it was too bright. I even tried turning down the settings. It just didn't help. Hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, even Elder Scrolls Online came out this year and that was something that I know a lot of people were looking forward to. I guess this just shows that um, the only people that can make a decent Elder Scrolls
3: game are Bethesda proper and not ZeniMax. ZeniMax is really rich. If they want to make a studio to do that, they can pull people in. And, like, ZeniMax got, like, id software working for them now, and they can just pull best of talent from wherever, really. But, and again, do they have any MMO studios under them? Apart from the ones who did Elder Scrolls Online.
0: Uh... Elder Scrolls Online was made by ZeniMax proper. It wasn't a, a, a different company or yeah. anything, so I think they're the only ones that have ever done an MMO from from any mm-hmm. of their their stuff. I mean, I could be mistaken on that. I haven't really looked into it, but to the best of my knowledge, it's just been ESO. And it did I mean- show first MMO release problems. I mean, that game was expensive.
3: I found Elder Scrolls Online as a weird one because it was like, it wasn't marketed very much at the beginning. It was just like, oh, and now it's out. And everyone was just like, oh, it's out. All oh, right, I was looking forward to that one. And then, yeah, it kind of took everyone by surprise when it actually came out, I felt.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, they had a, a demo booth at PAX East uh, last year when I went, and there was always a line. Mm-hmm. You know, they they capped the line because it got too big. Um, so there were a lot a... of people that wanted to, yeah. to try it and stuff. And I think part of the problem was the base game was like 90 bucks or something like that. Wow, that's kind of yeah, Yeah, it, it was expensive to buy. And then you didn't get 30 <clears> days free game time. So as soon as you logged in and it goes, what's your credit card so we can bill you, they build you right then and there for the 15 bucks a month. Which I thought was kind of a bad move.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's that's really what I mean, it's just of how to not to get your people to feel like they've got a good deal there. It's like, oh, right, yeah, you bought it, now buy it again! This is either, yeah, up the price a bit if you feel that that's how much it's worth or and include the game time or just, I I don't understand the logic that went into selling it without game time included.
0: Yeah, if it was like a $30 box price and then you had to pay for the the monthly that I could see because it's like, well, at least you're cutting me some slack on the cost Mm -hmm. of the box.
3: I mean... How much was Guild Wars Two was expensive when that came out, but that doesn't have the subscription right. to make up that, for it. Got so the
0: different uh, uh, model, I think, yeah. So aren't
3: they charging as much as Guild Wars Two was when it came out?
0: I think you're right.
3: Which is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know which one I would buy if given the choice. It's like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Plus, not a particularly big Elder Scrolls fan. I yeah wasn't. The one to uh, ask about that. Just...
2: Now, with MMO releases, would you consider uh, like expansions? Because we've had a few MMOs with expansions.
3: Well, the massively one seems to have only taken into account new, actual new, new releases. Yeah. Oh, was that what they did? Yeah.
2: Brand new yeah. ones, up. like the the. It was Final Fantasy this year? Was that last year? I, I think that was <laughs> End of last year. It? I think it was a Tale of last year
0: as well. Yeah plus that was a re-release yeah, I... of their MMO mm. that wasn't technically um... a, a a new release that was them taking the whole game offline for a year the game was so bad they turned yeah. it off recoded <laughs> everything in it and came back out with a completely redone world
3: hey look at it. i played a few of the... i played firefall which is on this list that didn't
0: really seem got... like an mmo per se
3: i know it was definitely an mmo it was it marketed like it wasn't an mmo but then when you got in it was definitely an action mmo it's the same uh, gathering quests uh running around it did have my character did have a jetpack and a minigun which is a good sign i feel in
0: anything
3: <laughs> <really>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's but, definitely a good way to start
3: yeah they did, yeah they come in it sort of had interesting classes I felt with like funny mech suits and stuff, but I felt that yeah, it was another brightly colourful cartoony ones which I it's good I feel that ages better than realistic graphics I find yes so that's a good thing in an MMO because you want your game to be around for years it just it didn't pull me in I it's like it had an interesting starting point of the introduction the intro animation was very interesting it said here's our world here's all the interesting stuff that's happened now that's over we're going into the game And it's just like but can't we play the bit with the interesting stuff that happened and it's just sort of no 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 that's all resolved you're going to go out and farm <laughs> crab legs and it's just sort of oh yeah. okay it's just it was a bit it, that's what i felt like going in was that the whole setup was all the interesting stuff has already happened
0: Plus, we got to talk a bit about Wildstar 2. The problem I have with that game is the uber-hardcore content is too uber-hardcore. I saw a statistic the other day. Something like uh, 5% of the population has even attempted a raid in that game just because of the gear requirements and grinding up you have to do to get ready for those is so intense. Like we're talking beyond EverQuest yeah. one really? time commitments. I was
2: going to say, would it like time going to time was so it, it took a lot of time.
0: It's, it's worse think, than going to planet time.
3: That's wow. what they were going for is that everyone was crying out for hardcore back to oh. the old days. And yeah,
0: you don't want that. You yeah. really don't. <laughs> you, you, you need a happy middle ground. You need some hard content so that it people don't face yeah, roll your, your raid in a week. Like it like is what happens with WoW and even um, the Old Republic. People were clearing all of the, the new stuff in a week. And I was just like, really?
3: Oh, you've cut out that car. I have? I still hear him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, can hear you again. There we go. All good.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> well, you you have that wonderful <clears throat> transatlantic cable in the way.
2: That silly pawn.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sorry about that.
0: <sighs> it's all your fault, Dan. <laughs>
2: Bloody hell, you doing
3: it. It's living
0: I mean, there, the, the, I have an issue with this Massively thing, and that is they were also including um, things like Elite Dangerous. There is no actual grouping mechanic in that game right now. Sure, you can form a party with your friend, but that's just to make it so that it's easy to, to chat and you can use the built-in voice comms. There's nothing like... Um, a questing system where it's go go kill 10 pirates and mm. you both get credit for the kill. Only one person gets credit for whatever you're doing. So if you're hunting bounties and a ship has a bounty on it for 20,000 credits, who whoever does the last shot is the one that gets the 20K. And there's no way of easily trading... That value between players. Sure, you can go into a station, buy cargo, go back out to the out of the station, into the open world, drop some of the cargo, have the other guy scoop up the cargo, then go back and dock <laughs> and sell it.
3: But so yeah, not complicated at all. No,
0: no, <laughs> not complicated at all.
3: Yeah, I mean. No, it's just it's not an MMO. <laughs> I can't. I, I mean, it does have multiplayer components, and it is massive.
0: And they're gonna build on it. They have it. They don't even have anything like a guild functionality yet. They're working on that. Basically, it's a single player game with a chat room right now, and PvP elements because you can get shot at if you're playing in in open.
3: Um. So. Is that like, I mean, would they count Dark Souls as an MMO then? Because, like, people can just randomly drop into your game and that. <laughs> Come in and kill you. I. I Which they did, often.
0: <laughs> I don't see it on the. the...
3: No, well, Dark Souls. It wasn't, yeah, this, wasn't or, this year. Yeah, that wasn't this year, anyways. Dark, but... Dark Souls 2 this year? When's Dark Souls 2? To the internet!
0: Well, the, the options that Massively gave were Elite Dangerous, which isn't an MMO, Archage, which... Eh, mm-hmm. Arch Age, Form Rage Simulator 2014. <laughs> the Elder Scrolls Online. Wildstar. Firefall. Swordsman, which I haven't even heard of. Destiny, which doesn't want to be called an MMO. The, the Crew, which I really don't feel is an MMO either, because nice premise, poor execution. And then nothing. No game deserves this award. 48% of the people voted for nothing. Oh, wow. Over half of the open internet that filled out this poll said... Oh, Hold on, I think I'm experiencing some technical difficulties. No, you're still with us. Skype is saying that there's a problem with the call. Silly Skype. Oh. But I blame Corey. Oh, thanks. St-
2: Thank
1: st- you. Still Thank have you. all of you, so I'm not too worried. Um, <clears throat> well, just hey. as long as it's recording, that's all.
0: Yeah, still recording. All right, we're we're good. Okay. Strange. But, um where was I going? The next closest after nothing was The Elder Scrolls Online. Which I can believe, because that's a serviceable MMO. It's okay. Um It's just not what a lot of people were expecting for an Elder Scrolls title. So, I, I just... I don't feel like there was... Any real MMOs, new MMOs, new IPs that came out that were exciting for me.
1: All right, you know what? I wonder because I haven't seen a really huge jump in like the graphics in games recently. Like maybe Star Citizen and Elite Dangerous have been pushing some pretty cool boundaries with uh, space simulation, but when it comes to Games like Wildstar and <clears throat> the ones previously discussed, I haven't seen like a humongous punch towards um, this evolution of gaming. I think maybe next year we'll see something if Razer, like I just read today, Razer is announcing virtual reality. Uh, the headset, just like the Oculus Rift. I wonder and maybe next year we'll see cheap. some of them. Oh, is it supposed to be I cheap? I think it's 199
0: okay. or something like that.
1: Well, oh, that would be good. Like, it, it, it's maybe an introduction, but I, I haven't seen a huge jump in graphic standards. And I think maybe people are seeing these games come out and it's nothing new. Like, there's some content to it, but they're not getting a, a, wow, this is visually stunning. This is popping off my screen amazing. Maybe we're missing some of that. I don't know. Maybe we're not there with technology. Maybe we're just seeing similar ideas like World of Warcraft and and Wildstar, and and all these games. Yeah,
0: I think there's a lot of derivative, but not innovative.
1: Yeah.
3: Also, I think, with the amount of time everyone's got invested into their MMOs, lots of people going onto new MMOs have played old MMOs originally, and with the amount of time they've got invested into those MMOs, it's got to be something pretty bloody spectacular to move on. (laughs) And it's just... Um, I think the next and...
0: MMO that will be a hit Is one that's not gonna Go with the status quo no,
3: no Nothing like what we've already seen Yeah, Or Something which Blizzard have done Which is very similar to something which you've already seen But publicized to Helen gone And polished yeah. to a T <laughs> It's like, cause that's how it works
1: well, like with the with the garrison stuff, uh, with the WoW expansion, like there's people that have been playing there for 10 years, mm-hmm. and they don't want to move on. It's it's part of the human evolution of not wanting change and wanting to change. There's people that want to change, and there's people that don't want to change. And they get into World of Warcraft, they s- create this character, they spend 10 years of their life playing it. The next thing they want to go do is switch over to a new game and spend 10 more years trying to do... The exact same thing they did in World of Warcraft, and make the best character and spend that time. They want to continue. If the game is going to exist f- till twenty twenty and beyond, why would they want to start a whole new game and start having to start from the beginning again?
0: Right, and and have it be that same, hot bar style of combat. Yeah, and, that's you just know, a, the the go kill ten rats. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm personally I'm done with that kind of stuff. I just been there, done that. I played EverQuest. Yeah, thing- Everything has always felt
3: like EQ. As long as, that, as long as that system is in place, all it's going to do is we've got so much time and muscle memory built up, is all it's going to do is remind you of what you have done in the past. Yeah. Go, well, I could be doing that. It's just like it's at this point with the people who've been playing for 10 years, that's going to be hardwired into you. And and you it's just what? like, <laughs> You're not going to be able to escape that. <clears throat>
1: I think virtual reality is going to bring like with the Oculus Rift, with the 3D goggles, I think that's going to bring a whole new level of gaming and I think that's when we might see a shift and change. Unless they bring World of Warcraft or Oculus Rift and you're in the world of Warcraft and 3D, then maybe we might not see a change. But if new games come out before that change, then you know what? There might be some change and it's going to be up to those people who want change and who don't want change that will make an impact on the gaming industry, and that will lead it uh, in the coming months. So we'll don't, have to see.
3: Don't say Warcraft on the Oculus Rift. I have enough <laughs> trouble not feeling sick with the Shaman Shield in two D. I <laughs> don't 3D. think
0: you'd be able to do it with the VR goggles because it's in the. Third no, I don't think feet. so either. Yeah, it looks pretty good if you have um, like the NVIDIA three D with the special monitor and the glasses. That actually looked pretty cool. Uh, I have played around with that. That that makes it look nice because there actually is depth to what you're looking at. But with that immersive 3D with the goggles and stuff, I don't think it would work.
1: Yeah, I don't think that would work that well either.
3: I no, don't know. I think much. brains are pretty good at sorting things out. <coughs> I don't think it'll be <laughs> as obvious at first, but I reckon you get the hang of it before long. Or throw up all over the floor. Either way, it's just... (laughs) Oh.
0: As as someone who has actually used an Oculus Rift, the the DK2 at PAX East, um, there was a little bit of that. And I was doing a a first-person driving simulator, like in the cockpit, so the steering wheel Mm -hmm. and all that was there. And even that was a little queasy-ish at times.
3: Yeah, as, when... as I said, with the, I think you're spot on with the virtual reality thing because that will break our hardwiring because it's a completely new experience. It's like yeah. we are using the same brain processes for every, every MMO we are doing. We are just using the same brain processes, the same muscle, muscle memory. And we need something that stimulates our brain in a completely new and bizarre way.
1: And as Kyle was, uh, me and Kyle were talking yesterday about it, with Star Citizen and Elite Dangerous coming out, being able to put on that Oculus Rift and look inside the cockpit is going to be fascinating. It's something new, something we haven't done before. Uh, Same with Flight Simulator. I do a lot of Flight Simulator. Being able to look inside the cockpit and feel like you're actually there is nothing that we've ever done before. It's like the Star Trek uh, holodeck. It's going to be incredible when it comes to it, and I hope they do it right. Like, I really hope they spend their time in development. I know Oculus has been in development for quite some time. <laughs> but they need to do it right. And I, even if it takes them another two years, do it right and make a good product. And I think it'll change gaming. And I think we'll see a whole shift in gaming and MMOs and, and so yeah. on. And I'm so looking forward to Star Citizen and Elite Dangerous. So I
0: have watched um, some live streams <coughs> of people using the Oculus on Elite. There's ways of making it work for live streaming, and it's...
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: It's just amazing. It's just flat-out amazing. With that, I think that's a good transition, since we're talking about games that are either coming out or have released or will have major content patches for 2015. What are we looking forward to playing in 2015? I got a couple. Um more star citizen stuff the um, MMO portion of that should be out end of this year maybe early next year for the roadmap, um, also elite dangerous for them to have their uh, guild and um, group stuff to be pushed in and the ability to have capital ships and even more uh, stuff to do in that game. Because that's the only thing that's really holding back Elite right now. Is it's, it's just not a heck of a lot to do once you start reaching the upper upper tiers of what's available currently. Um, and also, of course, uh, my racing games. <laughs> I, I gotta have my Formula 1 even if it's made by Codemasters, which is just a rehash of the old stuff. Supposedly, Forza! Supposedly they're doing some either a new engine or engine optimizations, so it won't be the uh, feel the same. It'll be a bit more accurate because Codemasters uses basically one engine for all of their racing games. Dirt, uh, Showdown, Dirt 2, Dirt 3, Formula 1... Uh, grid, all that stuff is just using the same engine, and you can tell because everything's a little floaty and stuff like that. It's just not quite the best.
3: Dirt was fun. I played a lot of dirt. Mm-hmm. I have it, I've never played it. It was on the side. <laughs> Yeah. For games that come out in 2015, the answer is I had no idea. I was like, When you asked me, I was just, I was like, right, are there any games coming out in 2015? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is a good sign because like 2014, there were loads of things coming out in 2014 and everyone was really hyped for it. And I feel that 2014 was the year of crushed hype. It's like so many, it's like Titanfall was coming out, Destiny was coming out, and just like everyone got super hyped for those things and was just like, yeah, they're all right. Whereas I think 2014, uh, 2015, there's really not much hype going into it. And so I feel that whereas like 2014 was the year of crushed hype to 2015 will be the year of pleasant surprises, which I hope anyway, it's just like... <laughs> I mean, there's some really, I was looking into it. There's some really weird games coming out. It's sort of, uh, Amicrog. Has anyone heard of that?
0: No. Nope.
3: Well, does anyone remember the Neverhood back in the nineties? Yes. Yeah, they got a kickstarted sequel to The Neverhood.
1: <laughs> Kickstarter.
3: Cool. Yeah, well, most of the, most of them seem to be Kickstarter games.
1: It's like there's like a yeah.
3: kickstarted New King's Quest game coming out. There's Pillars of Eternity, if apparently is coming out this year, which is throwbacks like Baldur's Gate and Icewind Dale, which will be awesome. I'm really looking forward to that mm-hmm. one. Uh, Torment Tides of Numenera, which is. Um, the spiritual successor to Planescape Torment, which... That was a fun Did game. anyone play that? That was a fun game. That, ge- that game was amazing. I, my mind is still blown by that game because it's just like... What? It's... <laughs> okay, it's a game where belief is in charge of reality and plays with that. And it is crazy. It's just like you can change the world with your mind. And it's just like... whoa. And it's a trek through time and space and the afterlife, and it is bizarre. But it's fun. Oh, it's so good.
0: B- um, BRB reinstalling that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hasn't aged well. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm sure there's an it's... HD content pack. Probably. let uh, see, so we got... Evolve is coming out. That might be quite a lot of fun. That, that should be cool. Uh, f- asymmetric... Four v one, human hunters versus giant monster game, which should be pretty fun. It's by the guys who did Left for Dead.
0: Yep, same same.
3: Group but of they've dev. separated from Valve now.
0: Good, maybe they'll actually be able to <laughs> some, some stuff instead of being told
3: they'll actually have a release schedule. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: what? No more Valve time. <laughs>
3: Half Life Three. I think everyone will be pretty excited for this. There's Homefront Two. Yes. (laughs) I completely forgot Homefront existed. I
0: forgot that IP got bought and they were making one. That's Gearbox, isn't it?
3: No, it could be actually. I don't know. Someone's doing it anyway. My predictions are it's not going to sell particularly well. That's.
0: (laughs) I think too much time has uh, passed. Since the
3: original yeah. Homefront. Well, the first one didn't sell particularly well. Um,
0: yeah, but it got cult classic, like, you, a it? lot of word-of-mouth stuff for that, so... yeah, maybe.
3: Here's a particularly bizarre one. Um, Telltale are doing a Minecraft game. Oh, no. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. How does that work? How... Minecraft doesn't have any characters or story. It's got, like, Steve. And that's it.
0: I I wonder if it's going to tell the story of, like, the Enderman and all that stuff.
2: Could be interesting.
0: Maybe it will give backstory and meaning to everything. I'm not sure.
3: Okay. As the proud owner of a PS4 now. There is Persona 5 coming out, which I must buy and tell everyone it's the best game ever because that's all anyone talks about with Persona, even though, like, only PlayStation owners have ever played it and everyone else just looks kind of blankly at them. But as a proud PlayStation owner, I am now part of that club. Also, <laughs> we'll uh, okay. Bloodborne, another PlayStation exclusive, which I'm going to lord over everyone. It's going to be brilliant. Haven't done this since the early 2000s. Uh... There's Battleborn from Gearbox, which is...
0: Oh, their hero yeah. shooter or something well, like that.
3: It's At first, I was worried because it looked really MOBA-esque, and I just didn't think we needed another MOBA. But but that's but because it it's is. looking it's, it's looking less and less MOBA-ish as they went um. along. I think suddenly they realized, oh, right, uh, we can't just make another MOBA. And... It's becoming like more and more narrative based now, as far as I can tell.
0: Interesting, maybe you are yeah. taking a lesson from Overwatch, perhaps.
2: Here's a here's a game for you, Ariel. Game okay. of Thrones.
1: Oh, <laughs> those I, are all I,
3: these. I am well wasting all the Telltale ones. <laughs> am, oh right, you bought the series. Oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I have finally caught oh, up Game of game, Thrones. But yeah. I, the games, what? Any Telltale game is. Good in my books. It's just anything Telltale yeah, does, anything I will buy.
0: Telltale does is an instant buy for me.
3: Yeah, I wait
0: until it's on Steam sale first.
3: Oh yes, even if Telltale released crap which game, the game, games, I will know, buy it because Ariel. Which one hmm? of those games,
2: Dan? The games are you looking forward to? Which one of those or several?
3: I would say most of all is the Torment one. I'd be really interested because they got the original writer back and everything. So that
0: would be important to make sure it has the, the yeah, story behind it.
3: Chris Avalone, who it works for Obsidian, that he got leave to work leave Obsidian sort of just for the sake of this game and work right for it, which is great. That's crazy. In the meantime, yeah, Pillars of Eternity is being worked on by Obsidian. So those two games between them is like, yes, it is 2001 again. This is brilliant. Finally,
0: <laughs> good games. <laughs>
3: Oh, everyone's excited for it. There's Fable Legends coming out. Uh just, they're going also going down the asymmetric four V one thing. Yeah, that, Is that I actually? No, I don't think that's gonna be very good. I honestly There's think. actually five
2: games I was looking forward to
3: um for two thousand
2: fifteen. Battlefront, Star yes. Wars. Mm-hmm. I think so that's that gonna be amazing. We're just um, about I'm, to blow that out of my
1: mouse. <laughs> I used to play,
2: uh, Camelot, uh, Dark Ages of Camelot. Now there's a new one coming out. called. It's an MMO, Camelot Unchained. I'm actually looking at that, watching it.
0: it, is, it a, they're, is it an they're expansion come along. for DAOC? Or no, no.
2: Brand new game. game? Brand new oh, game.
0: Okay.
2: Whole new game. It's kind of, you know, they're raising money for it. They're already up to $3 million, So we'll see if they come out this year. I don't think they will. Star I mean, Citizen, I'd like to see what a final product looks like. I don't know when that will be appropriate. That. Yeah.
0: Is
2: that what yeah. it is? Galactic Civilizations 3, I'm a big fan of the series. I uh, I, I, I'll, I'll get that, and I'll play it. <laughs> and uh, Street Fighter V, but I just found out today that they're not coming out until 2018, so I'm very sad. Oh, wow. But that that's will be fun. a... that Yeah, that's a long way. But that they're aiming for that to be a cross. Platform, so that will be very interesting to see how they do. Isn't that and the year Blade not... Runner
3: set in? Pardon me? Isn't 2018 the year Blade Runner set in? Things are going to be very different then. I... <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: 2015 was supposed to be uh, yep. Back to the Future, so yeah, that didn't... I don't... I'm still waiting on my hoverboard. They someone made one,
3: them, someone made a hoverboard. Quite... It works. It's not quite what we knew in the movie, so.
2: What about you, Corey? What move- games are you looking
1: forward to? 2019 you know what? for Blade Runner. Oh, okay. I uh, was nice. There isn't a whole lot of games that I'm actually looking forward to this year. Well, I guess even this year and in general. Um, the only ones I can run off my head are uh, Halo 5 for the Xbox or X-Bone. Um, I'd love to see Star Citizen. It'd be interesting to see what uh, Overwatch is like. Yeah. Um, as uh, Mike uh, suggested there, um, uh, Battlefront, uh, is it 3?
3: I
0: believe so.
1: Battlefront, I, think I think Star
3: Wars Battlefront. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes, it is Battlefront 3. Yeah. I think yeah. they're just calling it Battlefront.
1: Now Battlefront, it yeah.
2: Yeah, I think they're just calling it Battlefront.
1: I'm looking forward to that one. That'll be very interesting. Um, but otherwise, there isn't really a whole lot that you know, are jumping out at me this year. I'll continue to play uh, World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. That's Looks pretty like much about a new it.
2: Borderlands, <laughs> <Yeah>. New <laughs> Borderlands uh, expansion coming yeah.
0: out in the next year. I, I, I have a, a feeling yeah. 2015 is going to be a lot of, not necessarily new games, but continued mm-hmm. content for... Games that have already came out, like um, Star Citizen, yeah, Elite Dangerous, they're all going to be getting new new features, new content patches, a uh, bunch of different expansions for Borderlands, the pre-sequel, uh, that kind of thing. I, I, I'm not really looking forward to anything that's new, using quotes around new for 2015. Except for Overwatch, if that comes out in 2015. I'm not yeah,
3: sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about it coming out this <coughs> year. Well,
0: from what I understood, that had, that was basically the PvP zones for Titanfall, or, or mm-hmm. Titan, the MMO that got canceled. So yes, right. they're able to use a lot of the assets and design work that was already being done for the past couple of years. So from my understanding is, it's just a, we need to come up with new characters and some backstory. But the actual engine and that kind of thing, like all the hard, 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 hard work is already complete.
3: And I'm going to come up with a counterpoint to that. It's Blizzard making it.
0: Yeah, it'll be ready when it's ready. (laughs) Still waiting oh, for
1: Half-Life 3. Well, that's
0: Valve. That, that's Valve. No, no, no. Valve
3: and Blizzard are remarkably similar. <laughs> when is EverQuest <laughs> yeah, next coming
0: out, though? Next isn't until, like, 2016 or 2017. There's okay. Landmark that pay for beta exactly. right oh, now, but bad. Landmark, I'll put it to you this way, they separated themselves from the EverQuest name. It's not called EverQuest Next Landmark anymore. It's just called Landmark.
3: So is it not going to be tied into the EverQuest game anymore?
0: Yes and no. What it, what, what Landmark is, is basically a um, sandbox Minecraft style mm-hmm. of thing for people to make dungeons and assets for use inside everquest next they're not necessarily going to be directly tied into each other
3: oh how can i forget this witcher 3 is coming out this year oh
0: with uh that's with george gerald
3: gerald Gerald, the worst protagonist ever made (laughs) captain a guy who they chose to make it so that he'd had all his emotions removed it's just like you can't have that as a protagonist that makes bloody jc denton look interesting it's just yeah
0: hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on the problem is
2: oh but by the way
0: uh sorry to interrupt uh
2: camelot unchained is a kickstarter by the way so who knows when that'll you, you, I just double checked that. You sold had that. to
0: mention Davis X. That means someone's already reinstalling it right now. Oh, Davis X is so good.
3: <laughs> but yeah, Witcher three. Witcher is the series I would love to love because it has everything going for it. Uh, it's by CD Projekt, who just like I would marry if it weren't against God's law. Just
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it'd be hard to marry
3: a company. <laughs> yep, I would still do it. <laughs> Uh, Do you speak Polish? <laughs> no, it would be a terrible relationship and it would end in two seconds being an entire company and not being able to speak the same language, but still, it's awesome. Okay, it has it's set in a gritty medieval fantasy, which, let's face it, gritty medieval stuff isn't done very often, is no, it? No,
0: it's usually the fantasy stuff, which isn't gritty medieval.
3: It's still fantasy. its I mean, there are elves and dwarves, but, like, the elves are terrorists, and the dwarves are... grumpy. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's a really interesting setting. It's really dark. It's... They've got, like... They do have a basic understanding of genetics, but it's, like, medieval understanding. It's, like, if you gave genetics to medieval people, it's, like, you can get some really dark, creepy stuff out of that. It's... Yeah, it's a really interesting setting. It doesn't have obvious good or bad moral choices, which is great in these games because so in like Bioware games, I love them to pieces. But the choice is really obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's like here is good choice, here is bad choice, and yeah, Witcher series they are. You, you sit there like most of the game is where the game is just paused at a moral choice. It's just going, oh, no. Which one's the right one? And then it'll go, actually, no, the one you chose just got everyone killed. You're an idiot. It's just... it's a, Yeah, it's great.
0: Again, you got everyone
3: I, killed again. I do that often. It happens a lot. I am... <laughs> so, <laughs> the so
0: how many times have you committed genocide?
3: Oh, in games? so many. Just... I always pick the right choices, the good choices, or what I see as the good choices, but more often than not, they go horribly, horribly wrong. (laughs) Turns out the sheriff I saved was a werewolf. It ate everyone. (laughs) That was a terrible idea. That was a little choice in which... (laughs) It's just, ah, Richard T., yep. But yeah, it does have the most boring protagonist known to man. Is an old lecherous, gray-haired weirdo guy with no emotions and just ugh, he's creepy he's creepy he's got these dead eyes yeah um
1: i'm pretty yeah, interested that... to seeing what um what announcements they make this year too because i don't feel like there's going to be a lot of relief. There, like there are quite a few titles um that have been brought up but they're probably going to announce a whole bunch of new titles this year, maybe uh, around the summertime. So it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. If they even plan on uh, releasing anything. I I think Hmm. it might be a bit of
0: an off year, too, because the next-gen consoles have been out long enough now for the studios to really get a handle of what they're capable of. And I bet true. anything that would have came out this year... Is gonna go back in and have that extra polish done on it mm-hmm. for the new consoles
3: because they've already overshot, haven't they? I mean, look at like the performance issues on like Assassin's Creed Unity. They and that was just overestimated.
0: over-estimated. Coded wrong. That's
3: st- stupid. But they Coded. thought they could overpower it with the consoles, and it's just sort of so many games are being made cinematic by locking them at thirty frames per second simply because the consoles can't handle sixty. It's just. Yeah, it's because of I, I just think that um they overestimated the console's abilities, it's simple as that.
1: The consoles are pretty pretty damn good this year. Or well, two wait, a year and a half ago. Year a year ago yeah, as of December.
3: Yeah. Great generation. It's just yeah it's not as powerful I think as the developers were expecting at first.
1: Definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: I think they, they right. over overstepped their bounds with the, the performance.
1: I forgot to mention, I did get um, uh, Halo Master Chief Edition for the X-Bone. And that was a big surprise. I was pretty impressed on how much change there was between the first and the anniversary edition. Because they, mm. they redid the anniversary edition... Mm. And they re did the entire well they didn't redo but they re released on the Xbox platform, and my goodness there is a huge change between Halo One and Halo Anniversary Edition. Like there's planets that you thought were desert but were now changed into a complete forest and jungle. It's incredible. I don't know if you guys remember the. Did you guys ever play the first Halo?
0: I have I did hundred I... hours logged into the PC version. I used to run a. Okay, uh, so never played
1: server. any of them. The third mission, which is Truth and Reconciliation, which is when you're on that dark desert planet, and you're going with a sniper and you're trying to kill all the things, and you eventually get on the ship to find Captain Keys. That planet that looked like a desert planet was actually changed into a full-fledged jungle on the anniversary edition, which was a big mm-hmm. shock. Huh. That's so anyway, but. Playing it on the Xbox was actually quite a bit of fun. And you can switch, like, instantly live between Anniversary and Regular Edition. It's instant. Like, it's one button. You press it, and it's instant texture and graphics change. It's incredible with with what they can do.
3: Do you start to do all that backtracking in the libraries? Because I remember having to follow that probe. A lot and backtracking over the same bit of thing, doing exact same thing like
1: three I times. I haven't, uh, I haven't got that far yet. So it'll be okay. interesting to see what that's like. I, when I played it, when I switched back and forth between the texture upgrades, um, the animations are the same. So it's really a texture and it's a model change. Okay. But it's it's not an animation change because the characters are following the same path. The only dis- the difference I found was one of the models turned from white to black. okay (laughs) so in one game he's white and in the other game he's black (laughs) so i kind of shook my head at that it was kind of different but the real question is does
0: private (laughs) johnson live
1: i don't know i'm not gonna say
0: you're just gonna have to play it and find out guys
1: just gonna have to play it and find out and you you know what at um best buy it's on sale half price if you want to buy it full price you can buy it on uh Actually, that sale's probably gone now since it's been a few weeks and by the time this is released. Yeah. so. But check Best Buy first, just in case. I know it's 50% off if you're interested in it. Same with the Xbox controllers. They're reduced by like $20. So
0: Your mileage may vary. We're not sure when that promotion ends or has yeah. ended. <laughs> it has so ended, yeah. Double check, but the, that stuff does go on sale, surprisingly,
1: for the Master Chief Collection.
0: That, that was probably just a one-time
1: one off. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. uh Well, in Canada we have Boxing Day. You guys don't have Boxing Day, sorry. But Brit in Britain they do. Yes, we do. If you have Boxing Day, okay, then it it's on sale. So if you live in Canada or in the United Kingdom, or anywhere else that has Boxing Day, <laughs> then it's probably on sale. Otherwise, <laughs> no, it's not that type of Boxing. I was giving Corey your virtual
0: right and left
3: hook <laughs> in the webcam. Although. Every child is very confused as to why there is no boxing on TV on Boxing Day. I know I was. It's just...
2: I was actually disappointed when you guys were talking about Boxing Day a couple years ago in chat. I was like, okay, you know, awesome. They get to watch some boxing. And when you told me it's going shopping, I was like, oh,
0: wow, that sucks. I always (laughs) used it as an excuse to stay in and watch all the Christmas specials.
3: That is what we use it for. It is the we have a Boxing Day barbecue because why not? Even
1: though it's freezing cold <laughs> and raining outside.
3: And yeah, we watch okay. loads of crappy Christmas TV. Hey,
1: you know what? With a dollar American and Canadian dollar, you can get some pretty good deals in Canada if you were to hop across and then make sure declaring your goods back. Um, in which
0: case I'd have to pay duty taxes on it anyways.
1: But you know what? The the um the dollar is so low that you can actually save quite a bit of money. Like something $50 is in uh, $50 Canadian is like 65 American. It's crazy how much that's changed right now. But uh, yeah, anyway, those deals are probably done. So sorry, but I have to wait another year. <laughs> yeah,
3: next Boxing Day, it'll be okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Plus, don't we need a passport to cross the border now? You do. Yeah,
1: but those yeah. are.
2: So yeah, there's another what, 150, 160 bucks. Y-
1: yeah, but, they're but good if for, you like, have
0: seven you years think?
2: or something like that, so. Well, true. I need to get one anyway because we go out of the country a lot.
1: But uh, that's it for me for games. I'm. I don't really have a whole lot to look forward to this year. I couple Aww. of the, If they're released, then great. If not, you know what? I'm not, it's not the end of the world. I have a lot to do on WoW. Mm-hmm. I'm starting some new games, so we'll see where that goes. Plus, you're,
0: you're what, doing I mean, you're that ma- flight around the world, too.
1: Yeah, we're doing that. Actually, we just flew the P-51 uh, two nights ago, and that was a pretty amazing aircraft, so I Very love nice. that one.
0: Where in the world are you right now?
1: We are in. Actually, I have to check our map here. Give me one second. If you want to, guys want to talk about something, I'll let you know in a yeah, second. Sure.
0: <laughs> um, I can talk about our annual first annual um, charity live stream event that we're going to be doing. Um, it's going to be on the 16th and 17th of January. I am going to be live streaming for 24 hours. Uh, Hopefully these jokers will chime in and uh, help out with some streaming so I can, like, you know, eat dinner and stuff like that. Um, But I will not be sleeping. I will be playing games and streaming as much of that as I can. We'll
2: have to play Rage! That's a game I haven't played on my library for ages! I don't think I've ever played
0: Rage! So I I am trying to focus mostly on multiplayer games that people can join in and uh, kill me in, like uh, Planetside 2. Um, Definitely doing some Star Citizen stuff if the uh, module doesn't crash on me like it did the other day. Uh, We'll be doing some racing in there. Uh, Also, the Linus Tech Tips Consortium... The organization that I'm a member of um, is having an event inside Star Citizen, so I'm going to uh, be live-streaming some of that event. I don't think I'll be able to stay for, for all of it, just because I have some, some stuff with other games that I have to cover uh, as well. But um, make sure, if you want to play with me, that your Civilization five is patched up, that your Civilization Beyond Earth is patched up, um, we're going to, if we get enough people, do some LFRs in WoW or um, Heroic Dungeons or stuff like that. Um, On the Alliance side, side, right? Because I don't have any Alliance tunes that are 100.
2: Horde, oh, Horde, 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 Horde. There is no Alliance.
3: Everyone knows hord, this. Horde,
2: Horde, 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 Horde,
3: You're it. even wearing <laughs> um, or No,
2: yeah. I need blue. <laughs> or
0: I, I, I may even just re-roll a tune. And uh, start fresh and get to sixteen, and maybe do um, dungeons and level up that way. Oh, I would totally do that. Just start out fresh, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll do an alliance tune for that. Who knows? Um... (laughs) (laughs) Stay there. (laughs) Bumming
2: in
3: my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like (laughs) Mike.
0: But regardless, you're going to be able to watch it. Uh, We're going to be streaming to Twitch, so uh, we're going to be using my personal channel for that, just because everything's all set up already on it. It's twitch.tv slash Cinzia, that's S-I-N-Z-I-A. And we were going...
1: Z-I-A for Canadians.
0: Z-I-A for Canadians and people across the pond. <laughs> and
3: and that <British laughs> Z represents. Yeah. We should play Orcs Must Die, too. So once it once again,
0: that that's be... twitch.tv slash Cinzia, S-I-N-Z-I-A. On January sixteenth and seventeenth, um, I'm going to start around five p.m. Eastern time. We're also going to be uh, reason for it is we're going to be raising money for able gamers, and um, we'll be taking donations. And your name will come across the screen when you do a donation, so people will be able to see it and say, "Yay, you, you donated money to help people play games." What Able Gamers does, if you haven't heard of them or looked into them before, um, you um, really should. They help a lot of people with disabilities uh, play games, whether it be designing custom controllers for people that may only have one hand or some deformity that doesn't allow them full range of motion. To things like uh, colorblind modes. There's a couple of people that I uh, raid with um, who have color issues, and there have been puzzles inside Swotor that the blue and purple look almost identical to them, and it's really, really hard for them to tell the difference. So if Swotor worked with Able Gamers, then maybe we could get some colorblind modes. I know the uh, red doors versus green doors was also an issue because that's a pretty typical colorblind uh, thing for the the zone walls for when you're clicking to to zone into Mm -hmm. raids and things like that. Um, They're one of my favorite charities because it lets people who have issues being normal be normal inside games so it's a way for people to, to check their their issues at the door if you will and explore virtual worlds let them fly a plane because they can't for medical reasons or explore outer space because they'll never have the opportunity to be an astronaut but here they can go around jumping around at light speed fifty light years away at a time figuring out what's out there so it's a really great charity um, and they're one of my favorites if you're at any of the PAX events PAX East, PAX South, PAX Prime, PAX Australia even um, they generally have a small booth there um, to help get donations and also to show off the different controllers that they've made Uh, So if you want more information about the charity itself, it's AbleGamers.com A-B-L-E-G-A-M-E-R-S dot com, just like what you think. And they help people play the games they want to play. So that's always a good thing. And
2: this actually actually is is actually close to my heart, too. Uh, I just found out about them last year or two with uh, Kyle here, but... uh, When I, I was in an accident years ago, won't bore you with that, but I lost the use of my ability in my leg for many years. I was in a wheelchair. So to be able to escape into a game and do the fun things that, you know, that you lost basically, it it was just a nice escape. And that's how I got into MMOs. And that's how I got into more games because I wasn't so much gamer back then, but, uh, it does help. So I, I met a lot of disabled people. Some couldn't play because of a certain a problem, usually with a hand or, or maybe um, uh, it would throw them in an a, a epileptic fit or something like that. But uh, they, it's their way to escape some of their problems so they can do cool things. So I think this charity is wonderful that it allows people maybe with one arm be able to uh, work with game companies and come up with a way or a functionality. I read about one particular uh, game. I can't remember what it was. So make a guess. but it didn't, it, it, I think with star Wars, uh, old Republic, actually they had, um, they, they didn't get the font very big and it was very hard for people with bad eyesight to see it, to read it. And, uh, Somebody worked with them and they were able to put that into a patch. And now they have some pretty good fault. Uh, so that, you know, I mean, that doesn't really take away from any of us that doesn't have that problem. But it helps the person that does have that problem. Because I know of a few people that uh, are, well, they're legally blind and they still play Star Wars. And they play <laughs> better than most of us, if not way better than me. But uh, I played with them in an old guild I was in on, on another server. And uh, they're very wonderful people. But they wouldn't have that escape because there's many things they can't do in life. But they can play games and have fun and just feel normal is really what I wanted to do when I was in that wheelchair. And uh, because everybody looks at you like there's something wrong with you. Well, there is. You know, I, there was something wrong with me. And uh, still is but I'm not talking mentally now. But anyway, uh <laughs> I really I really uh, think it's a wonderful charity. I hope people get behind it.
0: Yeah, I am hoping to get to so, get some stuff. And I I
2: them. will definitely help you out, sir.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I think we're all signed up for awesome. it. Awesome. So hopefully mm-hmm. I we can get some games going with these jokers and they can kill Kyle or, you know, something like that. Um, and like I said, I will be putting my information out there, so, uh, like in WoW, if you want to group up with me, we can do that, In Star Citizen if you want to do, uh, if the lobby system is working, uh, if we want to do some of the racing stuff in there, or maybe some, uh, co-op dogfighting in the Vanduul Swarm mode, we can do that too, um, Oh, yeah, so hopefully it'll be a good time and we'll be able to raise some funds for able gamers. Uh, once again, we will be broadcasting hey. that on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash cinzia, S-I-N-Z-I-A. And that's going to be January 16th and 17th for a full 24 hours straight. I think that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Digital Critical Gaming Podcast for Corey Andrews, Dan Bailey, Mikey, and myself. Thank you for listening please donate as much as you can on the uh, live stream event it really goes to a good place 93 cents out of every dollar actually gets used um, for outreach and, and building the different controllers and all that good stuff So it uh, does meet the criteria for an actual charity um, donations are tax deductible they do have a uh, 501c or whatever the, the special license is I don't recall off the top of my head um, so, I hope to see everyone there. uh I will be paying attention to chat. I will be playing some slower games so I can talk with people <laughs> uh hopefully we can get some people from able gamers to actually show up. Maybe we can do a uh oh, quick Skype awesome. interview with them or something like that so they can they can sell more about what they do from their perspective uh so I hope to see everyone there please join in. If you can't donate, that's fine. We can play some games together and have a laugh and hopefully entertain some people and also hopefully raise some money. So for all of these guys, once again, thanks for listening. I hope to see all of you on the 16th.
3: Bye! Bye! Bye, Bye everyone.